In our last podcast, we delved into the initial point of impact during a large truck crash. In this episode, Fred Andersky, Director Demo Sales and Service Training at Bendix, again joins me to talk about the importance of understanding drivers' expectations of safety technology as well as driver training. Hi, I'm Denise Rondini. Welcome to Truck Talk with Bendix. This podcast series will help you better understand key topics in the commercial trucking industry. Hi, Fred. Welcome back to Truck Talk. Hi, Denise. It's great to be back. While we know that the majority of crashes involving large trucks are not the fault of the truck driver, drivers are critical to reducing the number of accidents. Fred, what are you seeing in terms of drivers' expectation about the role of safety technology? So, Denise, I've talked with a lot of different truck drivers as part of our demo and training efforts. And what I've learned is a couple of things. First of all, drivers may think of these uh, collision mitigation technologies, um, other types of technologies, as infallible, always working, and always working the same in all conditions, whether it's nice outside wet outside, snowing outside, or icy outside. You know, a number of factors may contribute to this thinking. Uh, First of all, because NHTSA, the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, calls these technologies crash avoidance, as opposed to what we call them at Bendix, crash mitigation, they may really think you know, these systems are going to help them avoid all crashes. We like to use crash mitigation because it really implies reducing the severity in a crash as opposed to totally avoiding the crash. Also, Denise, you know, there's a lot of hype around this idea of autonomous or driverless cars and even driverless trucks. Um, or, you know, even the new adaptive cruise control systems we see on these newer model cars. You know what I'm talking about? You know, those ads that show the high-end luxury car where, you know, the driver takes their hand off the wheel and the car is kind of driving themselves. Um, So a lot of hype from that makes people think that, hey, collision mitigation must be the same thing. And you know what? Even from some of the situations that uh, these truck drivers have experienced or heard about from other truck drivers, where the collision mitigation technology, you know, uh, did help the driver out and actually avoided a particular crash situation. And so now the driver thinks that, hey, you know, I've got this technology on my truck. Don't have to worry about anything. Well, Denise, always remember when expectation exceeds specification of a system, the result is often altercation. So let's begin with a reminder that today's vehicle systems are driver assistance, not driver replacement technologies. Safe alert drivers are still critical in helping prevent crashes out on the roadway. That's an interesting distinction between driver assistance and driver replacement. Now is probably a good time to explain the levels of automation and talk about where driver assistance systems fall on that scale. Sure, Denise. You know, I think um, everyone's heard about the five or six point scale that uh, National Highway Traffic Safety Administration has put out regarding the capabilities of 
driver assistance all the way up to self-driving cars. And it's really a six-point scale that goes from zero to five. Now, level zero is there's no driver assistance. So think uh, 1957 Mac. Um, in other words, the driver drives and there is no system on the truck to do anything um, to help the driver. And it goes all the way up to level five where the vehicle is driving itself all the time in all conditions. So vehicle may not even need a driver's seat, may not even need control, uh, may not even need controls because there's really no need for a driver. First thing to keep in mind, Denise, we are not at level five and probably won't be there for a long, long time. Now, while a lot of testing is going on, there's still a driver in the driver's seat just in case. So at best, some of these truck, quote unquote, autonomous systems you hear about are level four systems, which may operate in certain conditions autonomously, still having a driver in the seat. Now, those conditions could be like a nice day, uh, which explains why a lot of this testing is being done and development is being done in California and Arizona. But these can't operate autonomously all the time in all conditions. So I really like to think of this uh, six-point scale, if you will, as a two-point scale. Driver needed and no driver needed. The difference between the levels really ties to how much the driver needs to interact with the vehicle when and in what conditions. You know, today, all driver assistance technologies need a driver. And I'd put most of the driver assistant technologies we see on the road today at a level one, maybe a level two. They help out in certain situations by alerting and intervening, usually by reducing throttle, applying the brakes, and in some cases, maybe adding steering assist. But again, there are no driverless technologies available commercially. And while you may see articles about fleets testing level four, level five driverless technologies, keep in mind, it's just a test and demonstration is not commercialization. Thanks for clearing up those misconceptions, Fred. So what role does training play in tempering driver's expectations of these driver assistance systems? Well, you know, as we talked about, if the driver doesn't really understand why a system is doing something or what the capabilities of that system, it can create distraction, especially when alerts go off and the driver has little understanding of why an alert is going off. You know, I remember I was driving a uh, truck that had a speed alarm system on it, but I didn't know it was a speed alarm system until I kept getting this quick, this gong after I was going a certain speed. Well, it had been set relatively low, so I got this gong quite a bit. And quite frankly, it was quite irritating. Eventually, I figured it out, but it would have been nice to know about that ahead of time. Also, training becomes important if the driver really expects more from the system because of all the hype he or she has heard. You know, all this hype can really be a recipe for disaster. If you expect the truck is going to drive itself and prevent every crash, don't because that technology is not out there. Training helps the driver to better understand the what's and what nots of technology so they don't get distracted by an alert or intervention 
or expect the system to do more than it's capable of. I've often found after training that drivers better appreciate the technology and can see the value in terms of what it's trying to do to help them in a particular situation. Now, they may not always like it, but they understand it, and that's what's important. Of course, if the system does help them out on the road uh, in a particular situation, and then that typically moves them from the I don't like it to I love it category. So I understand that Bendix has a three-pronged perspective on driver training. Can you explain what that is to our listeners? That's right, Denise. Review the technology, experience the technology, and reference the technology. Now, here's what those three prongs mean. In terms of reviewing the technology, when we do driver training sessions out at our demos, we spend some time first kind of in the classroom or, you know, with the current situation, virtually, to present the technology so the drivers can understand, number one, why the system does what it does and what it doesn't do, and two, when it's going to do it, and three, how responding to the alerts and interventions and how to reduce system alerts or those cases of interventions. The second prong, experience the technology. Now, while learning is great, doing is always better. It's not enough to just talk about the technologies in a presentation, show videos, or even, you know, take a ride out on the road. Drivers need to not only see what the technology can do, um, but experience what the technology can do in a particular situation. And even more importantly, see and experience what it can't do so they don't have an over-expectation of performance. And to do that safely, you need to do it on a test track. That's why driver training is part of our regional demos and a great opportunity to experience firsthand both riding in the passenger seat and in some cases putting the driver behind the wheel to experience the technology in real world situations. Now the third prong, reference the technology. You know, I like to think of it as a ref as refreshing my knowledge, being able to refer back to training uh, and tools to both refresh and reinforce my understanding of the lessons learned. Bendix makes a lot of training tools available in a variety of forms, from quick reference guides, FAQs, and driver perspective training videos. And yeah, we even have those uh, good old operator's manuals. But there's a lot of ways then that drivers can reference. So review, experience, and reference. That's our three-pronged approach to driver training. Fred, if you recall, I had a chance to do the experience part of that three-pronged perspective by attending one of your demos uh, last year, and, and it was certainly eye-opening. Um, so I would encourage our listeners, if they get the opportunity, to go to one of those demos. Yeah, that's right, Denise. I remember that. And you, and you survived. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you think it takes to bring the number of crashes involving large trucks down? Well, you know, it's been said, Denise, that even when we reach truly level five, fully autonomous in all conditioned vehicles, we'll still see crashes. Likely fewer, but they're still going to happen. And, you know, it takes new technologies a long time, sometimes even decades, to reach a 90 to 95% penetration level in the fleet. 
Therefore, regrettably, we're still going to see crashes, fatalities, injuries, and property damage crashes. The good news, though, is we're still going to need drivers, trained drivers, not just trained on important driving skills, but trained on the driver assistant technologies that are going to be riding with them because we're seeing big increases in terms of the take rates on these technologies, especially collision mitigation technologies, as more OEMs, um, truck builders, make these technologies standard on their vehicles. So as the technology continues to improve and as more of the technology finds its way into the trucks on the road, and as drivers continue to get training that helps them optimize the value of these technologies, the combination of drivers, training, and technologies will slowly help bring those crash rates down. I've been speaking with Fred Andersky, Director of Demo Sales and Service Training at Bendix. Fred, thanks for making time to join me on Truck Talk. Thanks, Denise. Stay safe out there. Subscribe to Truck Talk with Bendix on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play and discover how Bendix solutions can help you improve performance, increase safety, and lower your total cost of ownership. To learn more about Bendix products, visit knowledge-doc.com. That's knowledge-doc.com. You'll also find an archive of previous episodes of this podcast. I'm Denise Rondini. Thanks for listening to Truck Talk with Bendix. Music